You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A. What's going on, everybody? Happy New Year, and welcome to the first episode of Clock Radio Speakers in the year of our Lord, 2016. I'm your host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on Twitter at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up, all one word. More important than that, follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter, which is at CRS Podcast. Or if you want all things Clock Radio Speakers, go to clockradiospeakers.com. That's powered by Tumblr that has our SoundCloud, our iTunes, our Facebook, our Mijente, our Tinder, everything is popping, is lit. We in the building. It's your boy. All that other good stuff. Are you are you on the uh, are you on this new one, Peach? Have you seen that, Peach? Nah, what is Peach? Jesus, how many ways are we going to connect to the same? <laughs> like, what is Peach? Uh, it's a social network. I mean, it's another. You know, um, it, it's got some interesting sort of things that you can do. But yeah, you know, it's another thing. You got to stay. Uh, you got to stay with the, with, the, with these millennials, man. These kids. Is it a is it a little seedy? It sounds a little seedy. It's not seedy. It's not seedy. Not it's at not all. like it's not like back pages or anything, is it? No, no. I'm waiting for somebody to start. I mean, Peach, they they're already sort of playing off the fact that people use the Peach emoji. I mean, obviously, the next step is just somebody to have the eggplant emoji be an app name, right? Right. So that's what I'm thinking. Like, all right, it's called Peach. <laughs> so what? <laughs> what kind of what kind of social activities going on there? So, right. um, but yeah. Doc, what's up, man? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Uh, everybody, you can follow me on Twitter at Doc underscore Beats, S not a, S not a Z. Um, mm. Yes, sir. But more important... Don't forget the underscore. Uh, don't forget the underscore. Uh, more, more important than, uh, than me being on here, though, is we have, we have some guests on the show. Yes. We are joined yes. for the first time, I think, first time on, on Clyde Radio Speakers by our, our colleagues over at 4th District. Um we have, let's see, we have Adon, we have JP, and we have Dan. Is that right? What's going on, guys? Hey, what's going on? How's it going? How's it going? Yes, sir. What's happening? I was trying to sound real hip-hop when I say yes, sir. What's happening? <laughs> but I think I failed on that one. <laughs> no, nah, you, you don't have to worry. Nobody sounds less hip-hop than I do, so you're, you're doing just fine. <laughs> All right, cool. If you, want to, if you guys want to hear the most non-hip-hop podcast, Two of the people on here have a podcast called Plead the Fourth that is Dan and Doc. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate the plug. Um, you can, you can uh, check out uh, Plead the Fourth on fourthdistrict.com. It's myself and Dan, and we talk about politics. Um, means a lot of me ranting. Actually, I haven't ranted that much yet. I don't think no, we're, so. No, we're, we're, just, we're feeling it out a little bit. We're not quite to the rants yet. I'm sure they're going to come, and, and uh, we're going to talk about Bernie coming up pretty soon, so... If you're feeling the burn, tune in soon. <laughs> My man, Bernie Sand. Yes, sir. Um, you said yes, sir, like L.A. Reid. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't take long for an L.A. Reid reference. We're barely like five, not even five minutes in. Um, Come on. We, this is what happens when, 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 you, when we take a week off. It just, we start off firing. Yeah. Okay. Took a week off. We, we we needed to let the New Year's episode breathe a little bit. Um, yeah, we got a lot of feedback on that end of the year episode. So thanks to everybody for 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 listening. Um, yeah, a lot, you, uh, a lot of people discovering. You know, some of the, ironically, people wanted to talk more about the non hip hop stuff that we talked about. Yeah, um, yeah, you might need to incorporate that a, a little more this year. Yeah, that was a theme. People were basically saying, Armand, why aren't you telling us about this music you're listening to throughout the year? Because I'm selfish. I mean, I appreciate the honesty. Are you just super hipster like that, Armand? Like, where you just like... I'm, su- just, just, 
You know what? I spent most of 2014 denying my hipster, but like in 2015, I just accepted it. You're going to embrace it. That's 2015 right there. Yep. It's that Columbus yep. influence. I, Columbus is real hipster now. Super <laughs> hipster. All they do is drink coffee and, and roll their <laughs> jeans up. Like that's all they do. And wear flannels all year. Do they smoke papered cigarettes? Yeah, papered cigarettes. Yeah. A lot of a lot of the uh the what are the nineteen twenty mustaches, the ones that like curl up, what are those called? <laughs> handlebars, I think. Is it handlebars? Yeah. You you got a lot of the uh Macklemore uh mm-hmm. uh haircuts as well. Nice. Yeah, a lot of Macklemore popping, you know what yeah. I'm saying? First made popular by Hitler, but we don't. I was gonna say I was gonna Hitler. call it the Hitler the Hitler Youth haircut, but um, <laughs> give me that old number three to squash the gun. <laughs> I better give Hitler his credit. Right. And while you're at it, I, I want my mustache to twirl up. Can you give me hook me up with that? Yeah. You know they just uh, Wait, how reprint- does that work? They just started reprinting Mein Kampf in Germany today. Yeah. Interesting. First time they printed it in like. Okay, I'll leave that for people for Sorry, <laughs> wrong podcast. Yeah, because I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> I heard Doc revving up. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I, you know, I got my split personalities. I try to keep. I, I now have a new. I have an outlet for my my politics, so I I don't have to clutter up Clyde Radio speakers. Yeah, yeah. Keep it, keep it hip hop. Keep it hip hop, fam. It's all it's all hip hop over here. Um, speaking of hip hop, yeah, yeah, we've had some things happen. And something's happening on ESPN. What what is, what is breaking news? Tell us, Dan. What is breaking what news? Happened? Who got fired? Kansas, West Virginia is about to start. That's all. That's, oh man, you you all. need you need to ratchet ratchet those those notifications down. <laughs> Jeez, you get notifications for Kansas and West Virginia. Oh, wait, wait. He was telling me on the show. Um, you're a Kansas fan, right? Rock chat, baby. Mm. Okay. okay, that's All different. Right. That's different. Okay, thought you were just a, like a college basketball fan or something. No one's a college basketball fan like that. All right, nah, uh, we 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 talked. We you know what we talked about <laughs> on the show. If you want to hear me and Dan talk a little about college sports, you can also tune in to Plead the Fourth. You're just you're just, is, is you're just so- gonna keep laying up these these plug opportunities. I'm just gonna <laughs> absolutely. It just reminded me. Is this on the uh, American Dream episode? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it on my feed today. So I'm I'm gonna make some time this week at work to check it out. So it's all good. But yeah, speaking of hip hop, what's up? What's 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 happening in the world of the hipper to the hopper? Your man, your favorite rapper, Kanye West. Okay. <laughs> So right. let me say this. Let me I roll back. It. Let me roll back the elaborate troll job. Your man, Kanye West. What would he do? For just for those what who didn't just he do? been living under several rocks and what have no idea he, what's going. What on. didn't he do? Um, so he jumped over the jump man. He jumped over the jump man. Um, and Armand, I'm glad that you are, are more and more of a sneakerhead because I'm hoping um, maybe you can provide a little bit of insight. Um, he seems to really care about how well his his Adidas shoes are doing. Um, I'm, I'm a reformed sneakerhead. I don't really get into it like I used to. So I'm sort of yeah. like looking at it as I look at this as like, oh, the hype beasts have found another thing. Am I yep. missing something with the shoes or is that pretty much it? Uh, for the highs? Yes. The ones that look like Uggs with a, with a strap on them. Yeah. Um, very hype beasty. Um, I actually won, won a pair at raffle, um, a couple weeks ago, but, uh, I won them for, uh, for Taylor. Shout out to Taylor Gray. And uh, but those are those are those are reselling for about three grand right now. Um, and then the lows, the three fifties actually likes those. Those are those are reselling for I think anywhere from eight 
about 800 to maybe 12 or 1300. Um, very high beastie, but the technology that's in the shoe, which is the boost, um, is amazing. I just got a pair of ultra boosts a few weeks ago and they, they are easily the most comfortable shoe I've ever had in my entire life. Um, so if you're on your feet for a long time, doc, I know you're a runner, highly recommend if you can snatch a pair for under $180, they're a little expensive. Um, definitely do that. There are, there are ways to get them for under retail. If you need a pair, I'll holler at the kid. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, definitely very hype beastie. Not to say, but again, I like the 350s, the low tops. They're, they're, they're pretty dope. And, um, you know, more. I think they said six more colorways in 2016. They're going to be cheaper this year. Um, I think the high, the highs are like 350. The lows are 200. So they're talking about making them a little cheaper this year. You know, to say that he jumped over the jump, man, man, define jump. Was right, it a leap? Right, right. Was it a skip? Was it, you know, <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. the reason why I want to ask you is because otherwise, for me, on all aspects, and I want to ask everybody who, who uh, everybody over at Fourth about this as well, this whole everything about the rollout of facts, w- everything about it, like the tweet from Kim, the actual song, the uh, the then the backlash and the backlash, the backlash, it was all just one big like nightmare for Kanye. That's like, that's like, that's how I see this. Like, this was just a terrible idea. Um, I mean, I can't really disagree with you unless, <laughs> uh, unless I just want to disagree with you. Right. <laughs> um, I think that I'll be honest. My, my experience with that song was very, first of all, I wasn't trying to bring in new years listening to rap music. I want to be very clear. about that. <laughs> Oh no. That just wasn't on my to-do list for like 2016. How can I bring it in? So I was not on social media. I, I found out about facts. Like, I think, so when, when did it actually drop? Did it drop New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? Oh, man. Um, I remember, I thought it was New Year's Eve. Okay. It probably was. I, I didn't hear it until the next, till New Year's Day. And then I, you know, I wish I hadn't, right? Like it was, it was, it was just hot new average if i'm being very kind right it's pretty bad of a song is that <laughs> is that fair to say are we all in agreement yeah, with does that? anybody like it on this on oh this, yeah i'm like literally uh, on this podcast <laughs> i might be the wrong person because i'm the guy that's like why does everybody try to get in on hammer like i when gas space came out a long time ago maybe i'm too old for this show but mm-hmm. i was like bro when Fifth base, third base, Rob. What is third the base? Well, third base. <laughs> base. Try, to, try, try, try to give uh, Hammer the gas yeah. space. I was yeah. like, is this jealousy? Like Hammer danced well. He raps and entertains me. This is, you know, was it the pop issue? Like, what was what was happening with that? You are also though from where? California, man. We're at in California. Oakland, California. Okay. But, you so, know what I'm saying? Well, if Joe was here, he'd say I was from SoCal. But the, the, the goal for me to understand is. What what is the, the gradient? Because when I'm reading the lyrics right now, it makes me laugh. Like I laugh at everything that he's saying in the song. Like it's it's comical. I don't think he meant it to be extra serious. Like this is the greatest song that ever came out, but he could. But to me, it's just like him being himself and talking about his facts. I just jumped over George Jumpman, and and I want to say it often, man. Easy, easy, easy. Jumped over Jumpman. Whoop. Like, but no, I'm the only one. Kanye doesn't have room to be himself and just casually make music to just throw uh, it out. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Then then I, I will repent and stay over here in this corner. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think that's I, interesting. I, totally I mean, feel what I, go ahead. I, was, I totally feel what you're saying. I'm not, I'm not at all dismissing uh, your perspective at all. 
I think for a lot of Kanye fans, myself included, like we just want Kanye to do something that makes us say this is good. Okay. And doing a random freestyle <laughs> about sneakers. And here's the thing, Amon. Like, is that is that really too much to ask? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like twenty in twenty in twenty fifteen, yeah, twenty sixteen, yes. Apparently so, but 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 my thing is right, like all the thing is like I always feel like like uh Ye stands get to this point where like, well y'all you just need to see the vision. Like y'all ain't caught it yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's you know what I'm saying, like you understand like he's thinking he's playing chess, y'all thinking in checkers. You know, like they give you all of those <laughs> like that stock language. And I wanna be like, that's cool. But like what you said is very true. Like all I want it to be is good. Like yep. good. And then whatever else you want to do after that, it's fine. Like we could forget we there's a lot of things, a lot of trends. Kanye, since he came into the came into the game, has like, but like the trends of hip hop, whatever they were at those times, like that's like consistently been his thing. The thing that always got him off the hook is that he was thinking ahead, and it was good what he was doing. Yep. Where we're at now, it's not good, and so all of the thing, all of the flaws get exposed as a result of this. In fact, it was like a huge flaw like it's so bad from a song yeah, it, it's funny like it it seems that uh kanye fans are very uh tolerant of many things but outright like copying another song is not one of them <laughs> right. it, and what, what was funny to me is like so first you had like that the the tweet from kim which by the way i'm pretty sure it's the first time armand ever texted me a link to a kim kardashian tweet <laughs> Um, I didn't realize what I did until after I did. Like, can I just say Dr. Kim Kardashian tweet? Um, and then, you know, it came out and everyone was like, eh. and then, um, and then the, my favorite part was uh, sort of Kanye Associates. Like I saw a plane, I saw a plane pad on Twitter basically saying stuff like, oh, it's just a freestyle. We've done so much for the culture, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, all right, all right. You know what? Just relax. Like you put out a song. Nobody liked it. Sorry, try again. Seven, seven, eight. But so, <laughs> what, 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 what would, have, in your guys' opinion, make the song good? Because I, my, my thing is, I like the the idea that he's just talking trash, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's just funning, as I, like a better word. <laughs> but what could have dude, made it? You good? got so uncleish just now. <laughs> <laughs> the beat's just not even. It's not even a good beat. That's like for a song like that. Uh -huh. Why not? First of all, if it was really just a freestyle. Why didn't you just use the actual Jumpman beat? Like, why would you yeah. get a quasi original Metro Boomin beat? Like, that just makes it feel like more of a song. Like, I feel like the the optics and the perception of the release of this hurt it, but and then hurt it a lot. But even if you take that away, it's still not very good. But I feel like he just compounded that. You know, like it's just it's not a very good beat. It's very it's just sort of there. And for a song like this, I feel like that beat needs to be there. And then on top of that, he's kind of annoying on the song. <laughs> Uh, That's probably why I like it. <laughs> when I heard Sonic Boom, perfect. I was like, yes. <laughs> Let's just throw in Street Fighter 2 for no reason. And it just adds a point, man. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm taking down the, the hip hop value. No, here. no, no, no. <laughs> no, you're the hip hop audience. This, this yeah. matters. I just, no, I just couldn't. I, I don't know. I think Kanye's long had an issue with uh, staying on beat, right? Like, that's always mm. been a problem with Kanye. Um, and at times, you just overlook it because he's overwhelmingly sincere. And you just are like, man, you're such a genuine person. 
that I can overlook some of the technical flaws that you have because your emotion shines through or whatever. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I just felt, I felt like, like by the time he starts referencing the late, you know, DJ, uh, Timbuktu, I just felt like, man, Timbuktu deserves better than this. <laughs> like he deserves a better placement on a better song than, you know, I don't know. It just, no, but yeah, for me, I just, I just, the first time I heard it, I thought it was a joke. Um, I thought it was a parody song. Like he got, he like listened to Weird Al and like decided to jump on that bandwagon. Um, and then you kind of, you get into it and you, you realize he's serious. Um, and then you realize he really has gone off the deep end because he decided to diss a billion dollar company. Uh, that is, I mean, far more successful than he could probably ever dream to be. And so you, you just see how far he's gone into delusions uh, of grandeur. And I think we don't, we don't do him the service of reminding him that he's not president um, and that he can fail. And I, don't think, I think he thinks he can't fail. Uh, and so I think he has a lot of yes men around him probably that are telling him that this was a good song and that everyone just doesn't get it, just like uh, Dom talked about earlier. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think it's, I don't know if I agree with all that, but I think, I think it's pretty obvious he has, he's surrounded by a lot of yes people in his life. Um, but what I thought was, uh, actually, Armand, you've been really quiet over there. Um, I, I, I mean, I said I wasn't going to talk about Kanye anymore. So, okay. uh, I'm, I'm holding, fa- I, I guess because I tweeted it and I didn't really tell my clock radio speakers audience, like, this was so bad, adding up to my feelings on Kanye, maybe, maybe over the last, I don't know, Maybe five four years. years, four or five years. <laughs> I'm good. Like I'm good. I think that we we will. I see people giving Kanye way too many passes because of what he's done in the past. Like yeah, great. He has three. He has three classic albums. Five. Arguably four. Five. Five. See? No. What's the fifth one? Do I have to? So uh, unquestionably, his first five are. So you're so you're including 808s in that. 808s is classic. Classic enough. <laughs> That, I wish that was exactly a source mic. What I'm talking about. I wish that I no. wish that was a source mic. Like four and seven fifths. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you, you, you sat here. With, look, the- look. You, I, it's not perfect. It. Uh, you. We once talked in the show. We've talked many times, especially when we do retros about albums that are not perfect but are classics. Mm-hmm. That album is an example of that. Okay, so that was. I, 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 I rock with that. That was '08. <laughs> yep. Okay, so oh eight, so Dark I don't love fantasy. Dark fantasy like you're, everybody. You're crazy. Um, um, like I like Good Friday a lot, and then ever since then, um, White Dress, Black Skinhead, and uh, New Flex. Well, you're, well, everything he, yeah, most of the stuff he did on Watch the Throne. A Tracks. lot of the cruel, a lot of the cruel not, summer not stuff good. was really good. Cruel stuff is cruel stuff. Cruel summer, no. So I say all that to say because I don't want to sound like I'm, you know, my arms are folded. But like as a Your fan, arms are I'm, folded. Just, I'm just not. I'm disappointed. Like I'm, I'm like a single tears like sitting on my cheek. I'm just, I'm good. I need. So when I said that, I was like, yo, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear anything else. Like give me some good music. That's it. I'm not. I don't want to. I see what you did there. Of, I see what you did there. It's like, what's that? I see what you did there. Uh, what I do? Well, I don't even know what I do. Well, what I do? Just, just keep walking. 
give us some good music. <laughs> Did y'all Come like reference? I don't know if y'all want to talk about it. Uh-huh. I'm going to talk about that. Okay, sorry, sorry. I didn't get the notes. My bad. <laughs> um, nah, I, I mean, I want to like, yeah, just, just, just give me something good. It's like, it's like being cool that, you know, somebody did like, had a friend who like, let me borrow $20 when I was broke. But then like, he's a complete like butthead to me for the, the other five years. He's like, but I gave you that $20 one time. Remember that? <laughs> like, nah, like, <laughs> come on. You know what I'm saying? So that led up to, which was hilarious because as soon as I tweeted that, I think maybe like two or three days later, they announced that they were bringing Good Fridays back. Mm-hmm. And, and the first the first thing we get from that is a song that is dramatically different than Facts. We get Real Friends. Define uh, dramatic. Well, no, uh, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. Dramatically different. Dr- 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 dramatic? dramatic. Yeah. Um, real. Well, I'm, I, well, let's go around. Let's go around the, the, hyp- the hypothetical room we have here at uh, Clock Ready Speakers headquarters. Um, I'll start with uh, I'll start with JP. What did you think of uh, Real Friends? So I, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was, I mean, I guess it's honest. You know what I mean? I don't know enough about Kanye to, I mean, that last line about his uh, cousin stealing his laptop and having to take <laughs> I was like, man, that sucks. That's your real life, man. Whose cousin does that? So he caught me off guard emotionally. So when I went back the second time to listen to it, I thought it was, it sounded honest. It sounded um, more real than a lot of stuff that I've heard from him in a long time. Mm. Um, so it, it kind of, it kind of touched the heartstring, you know. Again, I'm again, I'm not the Kanye dude that can give out passes or say whether or not this is classic. This is, you know, college dropout, all of that. Clearly, I was entertained by facts. So I think <laughs> the idea is just more so like I feel like if he does more of that, I feel like he'll be in a good place for this next album. You know what I'm saying? If it's not just let me say I'm the greatest this, I'm the greatest that. Let me just have some heartfelt conversation about, hey man, I don't know your daughter's age. I got my own kid coming. I hate the family reunions. You know, I, I, I come 15 minutes, I'm in and I'm out. Like, I remember actually the content. Like, I don't remember any of the content of facts. I don't remember the content of a lot of stuff, but that truth stuck with me, if that makes sense. And so I, I it was memorable in that sense for me. Uh, Adon, what'd you think? I definitely, on first listen, uh, and second and third listen, enjoyed it much more than facts. And so <laughs> there was such a uh, okey-doke of a low bar set by facts mm. that by the time real friends by the time you get real friends i'm like oh this is markedly better um than what he gave up before uh i think some of the other parts of it um yeah i think the i think the the uh the sentiment is good i enjoyed the sentiment i think that's what maybe jp was speaking to um so i I enjoyed i thought that was an honest place to write from did i enjoy the actual writing did i enjoy him being like again was he on beat? No, he wasn't. Like, and, and I, like, he just was not in it. And I always, I've always hated that. I've hated that since, like, some of his best works and verses, I've always felt like, you know, they say I'm the abomination of Obama. Like, come on, why are you trying to speed that all into just one bar? Like, stretch that out, figure, figure out what you're doing. But, um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I, I dug that about it. Um, are we talking about, uh, the snippet as well, or we're we just talking about real friends? We can, I want to come back around to that. Okay. Um, so yeah, those are my thoughts, I guess, on Real Friends. I, I didn't love it, but I, I, I guess I can just say that I, I messed with it. Like I was like, okay, yeah. at least I want to hear, I want to hear more, right? I want to hear what else you're doing because 
it, it feels almost like Kanye's like, it's, it's, you know, you walk into a room and you're fumbling around for the light switch, right? And he's getting close to the light switch. <laughs> and I enjoy that about that song, whereas facts, he was nowhere close to the light switch. And so that's what I got. And, uh, uh, Dan, what'd you think? Yeah, I'm kind of on, uh, I don't know, the, maybe the previous track just kind of set my, the bar so low that Real Friends kind of, kind of came in and reminded me that he's, he, he does have at least a sense of good music or he's reaching for good music. Uh, do I think that this was reminiscent of anything that he should be, uh, like reproducing on a consistent basis, probably not. But I do think that he taps into uh, like a vulnerability on on this track that like makes it endearing um, versus him kind of just blasting Nike and trying to get people to uh, choose which side they're going to be on in this like kind of uh, fake product placement of a song. Um, I feel like Real Friends like, at least was 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 a, a song that he wrote and felt versus something that I felt like was handed to him by Adidas and asked to to create. Uh I don't I don't think Adidas really cared so much about facts. Um but for me the the biggest thing for this is that this is a song like to me like this is a song that is so identifiably Kanye West. Like the problem with facts is that it didn't really sound like a Kanye West song in any sort of way. Whereas this sounds like Kanye has a lot of different types of like Kanye West songs. But to me, this just feels like a Kanye song. Um, now, whether that's good or bad, you can decide. But at the very least, this feels like a Kanye song. Um, yeah. Uh, for me, this is just vastly better than than, than Facts. Um, I liked it. I like, you know, I have no idea if this is going to end up on Swish. And we can talk about, you know, side B. I think we'll get to the predictions. I. I think Swish is going to be, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. But um, but no, I I thought it was good. Um, it was like I said, certainly better and certainly sort of refreshing. And what was interesting to me is like, I I wonder if this was always planned to to come out uh at this time and to come out right after Facts. I suspect it wasn't, but I'm not sure. Um, the guy who mixed this for Kanye was on Twitter basically like the day of saying finishing up something like this was finished. I don't know the day it came out. Basically, um, mm-hmm. the like the whole rollout of this, I really feel like this was a well. Facts didn't work, so we we need to switch it up. I would completely agree with that. <laughs> like, and, and facts I, and didn't work. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> but that's I, I think that's a whole interesting thing. Is like the fact that he had to put out facts to realize that that, that was a bad song. That's not a good sign. But mm-hmm. to me, it's, right. to me, this is clearly a response to fact. Like it's it's a response in terms of like, oh no, don't worry, everybody. Yeah. I'm not totally insane. I'm and just I, sort of insane. <laughs> Before you weigh in, Amon, like I would say to add to that, right? Because there was also the part of the song being posted privately, right? On his SoundCloud. <laughs> and then he pulled it down and was like, hey, I'm still working on the baseline. Like, and then it was reposted. Like, yeah. And um, so, yeah, I think that it was absolutely like this was not part of some long rollout. And it reminds me actually that like last year, he was praised as well, right, for that only one song mm-hmm. that came out on January 1st of 2015. And I, I'm not someone who is as crazy about that song as other people were, but I remember I felt like it started to be this continual, like, New Year tradition of saying, oh, the old Kanye West is back, like, with whatever song he puts out January 1st. Um, 
So that, and so I think because facts was put out and that was not the response, it was, <laughs> oh, Kanye West really has been listening to a lot of Drake and others and, 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 and not being himself. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's fascinating how that has played out over the last 10 days, I guess. And I got a random question for the therapist in me. If years later we find out that Kanye struggled with like bipolar or did some heavy drugs and it affected a lot of his decision making processes, will we will we forget him? Will we look differently at him? Well, forgive is an is, a, is an interesting phrase there. Um, <laughs> would, would I would we be surprised? Um, I have no idea. And maybe not bipolar, maybe like uh, dissociative disorder disease, what it used to be called multiple personality, or just something that would make sense as to why things are so night and day, and he's sometimes hit or miss, and this makes sense, and that doesn't make sense. That's, it's just a random thought to me. It's possible. Mm. Is that too heavy? Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Trying, trying to keep to it hip hop over it. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. I was trying to think of like the facts, man. I was trying to. You know, <laughs> That's good. All right. I'm That's about good. That, man. All right. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, Armand, you're not a fan of Real Friends. Not at all. Um, uh, first off, the the beat is mind-numbingly boring. Oh, stop it. Um, and then, I mean, it's okay. It's like, oh, snap. Kanye and Mad Lib? Great. What ancient sample that they dig out of life? This isn't Mad you know what Lib. I'm Right. This isn't. It's, it's not Mad Lib. No, Mad Lib does no. the second one. We're gonna talk about okay, that. Okay. Well, minute. then. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. This is well, okay. Uh, this is Frank Duke's Boy Wonder and Havoc. Right. Havoc. Mob Deep Havoc. Yeah. Mob he he did Havoc. the drums. Oh well, then I'm even more disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The beat is boring. Number one, you are a grown man wailing about not having any friends. I I I just I can't stomach that. But for so long, like mm-hmm. cut people off. Make some changes, change the phone number. I don't like my family, blah, blah, blah. Somebody stole my, you didn't, you didn't back, I saw that on Twitter, like you didn't back up the laptop, <laughs> put it in the cloud, you didn't have an external drive, like $250,000, really? And the, the funny part, I went back and, because I, I hadn't heard the song since it came out or whatever, but I went back and listened to it today and just to hear Ty Dolla Sign crooning about not having any friends. <laughs> <laughs> was hilarious. Why does that make you it, laugh? It's <laughs> like, how does it not? How does it not make you laugh? Uh, out of out of all, like, Kanye is at a point in his life. We've talked about this on past shows. He is so obscenely famous, and his life has to be so weird that you get to a point if you're an artist and you are that famous and you are that wealthy and your wife is Kim Kardashian and like, there's no way he has anything resembling a normal life. So you have to wonder what kind of art can come out of that. And a song about how you don't feel like you have real friends, you feel like you're a deadbeat cousin, like, that feels like an honest emotion from Kanye. Isn't this Drake, Take Care, and Beyond? Like, like I mean, isn't Drake really 808s and Beyond? Of course, but okay. well, absolutely. Like, it's, it's heads or first, but my idea is Take Care and Beyond sounds like thought. a great science fiction. Um, absolutely. <laughs> does. Sorry, go ahead. No, but no, that's absolutely my point, right? Like, and that's where I completely mess with you on that whole idea of 808's heart because it's this tree that has given birth to pretty much the current rappers beyond what, I think- 2000 and beyond like it's just it's, it's interesting in that way but what I was just saying though is that like that criticism that you're talking about Armand which I am not going to tell you that that's not funny of course I laugh at that too there are parts of that as funny but I do think the idea of creating art out of like what you have in front of you, which is this life that doesn't resemble anyone else. You know, like, like 
who can relate to that? I, I don't know. I think that's what this music sounds like. And so to even that idea of like paying 250000 for the laptop, I don't think it was because he didn't have that material anymore, whatever that was. I think it was like, I don't need this person to have it that can then extort me to put it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're applying way too much thought to this, but I just think that, I just think that the criticisms of the perspective may be warranted, but that's the, that's the, those are the parts that are least convincing to me that, that this is not good or anything. Like, I just think there's, I think technically he's still not rapping well. And that's a problem for me. Yeah. So I totally get that. Like, all right, this, this is, this is a song that comes from a real emotion. I get that. I totally agree. But like Adon said earlier, it still has to be good. This is not good. So we can make all, we can make all, <laughs> we can say all the other things, all the other intangibles that go into music. But at the end of the day, is the finished product something that I can put, put my headphones on or ride in my car or however I digest or ingest music, intake music? Is it still good? This is not good mm. at all. Yeah. No, I disagree. But okay. <laughs> um. So attached to this, at the very end, we get uh, a, an interesting song. Um, it's intriguing. Uh, no More Parties in L.A. featuring Kendrick, uh, produced by, by Mad Lib and Kanye. Um, supposedly, we're getting the full version of this, I think, this week. Is that the idea? That this will be the next one on the um, uh, next Good Friday record? But um, That's what I assume. That's what it, it's what that, I think that would be smart. Uh, so... From what I'm reading, and I don't know exactly how accurate it is, this is actually, this is a very old beat. Um, this is from when Mad Lib worked with Kanye on the Dark Twisted Fantasies, uh, like when he came in and gave Kanye beats for Dark Twisted Fantasy. So this is possibly like six years old. <laughs> um, so, uh, Aman, I'll start with you because I think this is, this is one that you actually like a little more. Uh, what do you feel? How do you feel about the snippet, at least, of No More Parties in LA? And we'll keep it short since it's a snippet. Uh, I like it. I think the beat is dope. Um, I'm very interested. I mean, it, it's really a Kendrick Lamar record with, you know, mm-hmm. a bar from Kanye. <laughs> um, but yeah, the beat, the beat is dope. Like I've listened to, I've actually, actually got this song by itself and I've been playing this a lot more frequently, uh, this week. So yeah, this, this record is dope. I'm, I'm curious to hear the whole version. Uh, Adon, what do you think? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, uh, I like it. Uh, I'm, Again, I'm, I'm interested in it. I think, um, I don't know, it's just, it's funny. Like, I will say that uh, I, I have, I, I know of at least one producer who is disputing whether or not that is actually uh, a Mad Lib beat, mm. which, um, mm. yeah, and I don't, I don't want to, he's not, yeah, I don't want to put it all the way out there, but I do know that much. And I'm someone who, I'm someone who's like, if Mad Lib were unfortunately to pass away tomorrow, so many people will act like like he's Dilla right now in terms of the way people just don't pay attention to him while he's currently mm-hmm. living the amount yep. of work that he's doing in the various areas of music that he's producing in so he's an amazing dude i'm not taking that away from him but i always i think that that's kind of an interesting thing uh yeah but aside from that aside from that minor controversy uh yeah I, i'm interested in it and it's it's I, it's also funny to me because i'm curious do you guys have any information about with when this was recorded? I know the beat no. you're saying. Yeah, yeah, no, I haven't heard anything. I'm yeah. assuming maybe maybe it's the all day sessions. Possibly, 
It's the only thing I could pot that could possibly make sense. I know Kendrick was very tight-lipped about, like, basically saying, like, no, nah, I mean, I'm not on the record. Like, they, they were asking him during his run of, of uh, you know, his short run of doing press around um, to Pimple Butterfly. And he was just like, no, nah, you know, they were like, did you do any recording while you were on tour? Did anything like that? He was like, no, nah, no, you know. But, and so, you know, and that, that obviously might be directives given, right? And just like, you know, we're not going to talk about anything until it actually comes out. But I'm very, I'm just curious about that piece of it, though. So, but yeah, uh, overall, um, I want to hear the full version. So, uh, JP? I mean, you know, again, West Coast, I can't really fit in the conversation well, but anything uh, Kendrick, <laughs> Kendrick does, I'm, I'm, I'm for that. So, you know, whatever else happened, uh, I really only heard Kendrick when I listened to it. I don't even remember what Kanye said on that uh, snippet at all. And it excited me. It made me want to listen to the song. It made me want to participate not in my head. And if I could drive and just rewind that spot on SoundCloud just so I could listen to that over and over again without crashing, I would have done that. So um, I'm, I'm, you know, looking forward to it. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm easy to please. Um, I just, I just want to hear more Kendrick. Sorry. That's and uh, and a Don. I'm sorry, I already said a Don. Dan, you got two a Don and Dan. How do you two even keep that straight? <laughs> yeah. Dan, Don. Yeah. Uh, we just call him Daddy, <laughs> and we don't answer. <laughs> wow. Mm, um. Yeah. No, I think uh, I forgot who said it, but I, I feel like uh, this was. Ugh, I mean, it's cool. Like it. It's is it's a song that. I'm interested in. We've all said it. it's interesting for me. I just I'm curious as to why they did the snippet. I like instead of just if they're confident in their rollout. Like it's kind of been a theme. Like I'm pretty sure they're just trying to test the waters, try to figure out what's going to hit, what's not. Um, but why do the snippet? Why why go that route? And so that because was we're talking about it. That's why. I mean, it worked. I mean, that's true. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and so I, I mean. It's cool. I mean, I, <laughs> no, I, I, for that very reason, I'm like, I don't really want to talk about it because it's like, we're just, we're hoping. And I think that's like the funny thing is he, he's still getting the pass, even though we, we all say like, we're not going to give it to him anymore because we're like, oh, it could be good. Uh, and he could kind of return to full form. And this is the old Kanye and, and, and this last like song, Will, will be the, the full coming of the of the king and I'm, I'm just not buying into it yet i don't want the old kanye i just want a new good kanye that's fine um for me i think i'm the only person who doesn't really like i'm like i don't the song does not feel right to me at all um i don't like the beat actually and, <laughs> interesting really and um contrary to what i think it was a don who said it it absolutely feels like a madlib beat and i'm normally a madlib fan but I, i'd recognize that poor mixing anywhere that is definitely right out of Ma- one of, that is definitely right out of Mad Lib's beats. Um, I mean, as somebody who who listened to Mad Villain over and over and over again, I can tell you I recognize the lack of any drum hitting or anything like that. Um, I, it, this is way too busy. Like, there's no clarity to any of this. This, if, if I just, I pray this is not the final like master copy because this is just like chaos and not in a good way. Like, it's just too, way too much going on. It's way too busy. Um, I'm hoping there's an actual like be- like stripped down like mix it take some stuff out. I don't, I don't know what the answer is, but nah, I'm good. You guys are making me really 
second guess my ability to judge good music, man. I, I really, <laughs> I don't, I don't pay attention to things anymore. I think being in Atlanta now and all the futures and the, uh, I don't know, young thugs and all these guys has made me not care. And so I was like, man, I need to really go back and listen to all of these songs that we've <laughs> talked about again and really just sonically destroy it. And <laughs> I need to do something different. So thank you for this. JP, just continue to enjoy music the best you can. Like, don't become us. Yeah, yeah don't. <laughs> J- JP continues to sound like an uncle, though, because he just said the futures and the young thugs. <laughs> yes, adding an S. Yeah, pluralizing it all. You know, when you get on the Facebooks and the whatnots. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's just, it really, I mean, I'm like that with certain things. Sure. You know what I mean? Stuff that I really, 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 We're really all care about. Something. Yeah, but it's just like, man, like, I, I, I guess I don't expect much. You know what I mean? So it's just like, man, for right now, you know, like a lot of people, I'm on this Kendrick Bus thing. And I'm like, that's more so because of content. Like, I don't want to hear any more about misogyny and I hate everybody and I'm going to kill everybody and I'm going to sell all the drugs. Like, I'm just tired of that. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So anything other than that, I'm just like, oh, okay. I think one thing we haven't talked about uh, is, I mean, Kanye came up as the positive guy, right? Like, Kanye came up as the... Uh, the bright eye. Yeah, I feel like it, it was. It was life is getting good. Life is getting better, and you could vibe with that. Uh, and I feel like he he's hit his like Kendrick depression mode uh, because maybe it's popular or maybe it's successful. Um, I don't know, but I I mean, you say you you just want him to be good. I mean, I, just maybe for his mental state, I want to I want him to be able to make songs and records that like reflect a positive state of life and just seems like dude is, is, is grasping for straws at this point in time. He's probably miserable internally, man. You know what I'm saying? What, what's in you comes out. And if this dude is not in a place where he genuinely enjoys his life, he may really feel bad about not being at family reunions or he needs to be a jerk. But I think at the end of the day, man, like you can't make something out of nothing. Yeah. And I would, I would also say that aside from, you know, whether or not we agree with, like the positing that he came up positive, like that positioning. I will say that there's a noticeable mark, like a market change in his music once his mother passed. Right. Mm-hmm. So like from graduate, like, so after graduation was the last time you had the good life, like those types of songs. Right. And so that Kanye has been gone for over That's five, true. six years. Sure. Years but a long time. Yeah. A very long time. So, but yeah. So I, I don't know if that's in him. To your point, JP, I don't know if that, you know, yeah. And throw the Kardashian curse on top of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they they have made a million black men succumb to their, you know what I'm saying, their powers, oh man. Oh my God. <laughs> so there may not be any coming back for him, man. I don't know. I can't. Is that wrong? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to disown that uh, that misogyny that just happened on my podcast. Um, <laughs> sorry. All that to say, um, the exposure- can we talk about like good music? Hey. Hey, Kendrick came out with an amazing record this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came out with a pretty good record. Yeah. <laughs> you, okay, well, you like real friends, so I do like real friends. To disagree this I do week. like real friends. I know you. I know you aren't. You are contractually not allowed to like Kanye West, but Real Friends is a good song. I'm just messing. I'm contractually obligated to good music, and Kanye West <laughs> is on the opposite side of that, so that makes him an enemy. Mm. Until he gets back in his bag. And then we're good. But you spent way too too long talking about very mediocre music. I want to get into something great. I want to talk about this Kendrick record. 
This Kendrick record is insane. I'm ready. I'm ready with a Kendrick Lamar hot take, but um, let's hear everybody talk about Kendrick Lamar first. Um, it's a good record. Um, I t- one thing I, I want to say real quick, and then I'll kick it around to everybody. Um, he's certainly not trying to switch. Like he is clearly like embracing the live instrumentation sound that he started. That he really not started, but really pursued heavily with Pimple Butterfly, and he's 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 going on that. So if there was any. Whatever blowback he might have he might have gotten from some people about To Pimple Butterfly, he's certainly not sh- changing that up. At least it seems like right now. Um, uh, Adon, what'd you think of uh, of his performance? Oh, assuming uh, did everybody see the Kendrick performance? I missed it. Okay. <gasps> <laughs> oh God. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, for those who have seen it, uh, anybody want to chime in? Let me, uh, what'd you think? Uh, yeah, I definitely saw it. Um, like. A few times, <laughs> it, it warrants multiple listens. I I can say though that like um, it's weird. I'll be honest. Like I just started to judge the song by like on its own merits. Like like if I just would listen to the if I would just listen to this song like and I would. I want to say I would, but it wasn't it wasn't immediate for me. I'll say that like when I first saw it. Um, there was so much, there was a lot of hype around it first. Like it was like, Oh, this, this Kendrick's doing a new song and it's live and blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, okay, cool. And so when I saw it, I listened to it. And to be very honest, here, here's what happens with me on this. Right. So we're, we're, you know, we're talking about untitled two, right? Yep. So we're talking about untitled two because there was an untitled one. Right. And so because these are not, you know, recorded, versions of songs right we are we then have to judge the live performance of these songs in my that or at least that's what i have to do right he performs untitled one much better than he performed untitled two Mm. and so as a result of that untitled one is still this amazing like it's so crisp and so it's you can tell one that that's his band that he was with on the stephen colbert show you can tell that those are, you know, his background singers that are there, right? Bilal, Anna Wise, Terrace Martin is there in like Thundercat. All of that is there. Here he has he has the Roots playing with him, right? He has Anna Wise um, uploaded a uh, a vine of her or a, a behind the scenes of her recording her background vocals that she sent for the backing track that they played to. Um, for the uh for the jimmy fallon performance of it and he just was a little sloppier in terms of delivering the lyrics on the jimmy fallon show part of it that doesn't take away from the fact that the lyrics were dope and that the song was good but i but i do not judge it nearly as well as i enjoyed untitled the first one and a silence and i thought i had the hot take um (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, so for me, this was like one of those situations where you, like, you go to an art museum and everyone's standing around like a, a beautiful piece of art and they're just commenting on the intricacies of it all and you feel like it just, you don't you don't get it. Um, that's me where I, I know this is great, but my palette, I'm just going to put it out there. Just like I wasn't ready for this like jazz influence of uh, like no hook six minutes straight song um and i know i should have been um so i'm saying all that up front just to say like you probably should take my opinion with a grain of salt at this point in time because i'm the kid in the back of the class that didn't pay attention before he went to the museum um but 
for, for me, that it, this he is carving out his own lane, and and you can only say that Kendrick Lamar uh, has decided that he is going to do exactly him, uh, and no one else is doing it. And so, for that very fact, like I think it's amazing. Again, my taste. If this is it's not a song that I will listen to over and over again. It's heavy. It, you got to digest it. You got to you have to really dig in. Um, and so for the, for that fact, I, I know that it's in the vein of Tupimba Butterfly, but at the same time, there's a lot of songs on Tupimba Butterfly that I can listen to over and over again. And so I don't know. Decipher that as you will. I know that's a little rambling. I apologize, but that's kind of my take on it. Wow! Surprising, surprising reactions. Uh, Armand, very surprising. How how are you doing over there? Do you? Uh, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm totally good. I I've just accepted that Kendrick isn't for everybody. Um and that's okay. Everybody doesn't have to universally love something for it to be great. Um and and because somebody doesn't love it or because somebody it takes a lot of effort or ability or for whatever reason um that that they feel like they can't, you know, take everything that Kendrick does musically that's fine. And it doesn't make them any less of a you know, informed or, you know, suitable person to um, ingest music, discuss music, be a part of music in the hip hop community. That's cool. That's totally fine. I just think the song is just nuts. It's just, it's crazy. Now, Adon, I will agree that Untitled 1 is better than 2. I, I didn't get into all the, the, the semantics and theatrics of the actual performance because I didn't know any of that stuff. And I need you to connect me to any and all things Anna Wise on social media because I love her. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but I think Untitled One's a better song. Yeah. And that's it's all I'm really saying. Yeah. Like, don't give me, I want you to continue, but I'm not saying I don't like this song. I love this song. Yeah, it it's just all I have to judge the performance because there isn't a recorded version of this that isn't a performance. And it's funny because now I think this is going to become a thing um, where, you know, there's mm. rumors of him doing Untitled 3 at the Grammys and, mm. you know, where now when he gets on TV and he performs, he's not going to perform records off the album. He's going to do new stuff, um, which I think is dope. OK, bring back, you know, bring back, bring back the live aspect of hip hop and then also, um, you know, tell these other rappers to, you know, step that step that stage up. Armand, you put you put a heavy a heavy premium on a rapper's perf- uh, live performance. Absolutely, the MC means move the crowd. You got to get on that stage and rock. You have to. If that's not a part of your pedigree, then like we can't put you amongst the greats. It just it just can't happen. You have to have a great live show. Facts. Which brings us back to MC Hammer. <laughs> or not? <laughs> <laughs> or not? Sorry. <laughs> I have no hammer sl- uh, slander, honestly, for you. No, I, got none. I, I appreciate y'all, man. Because again, I watched that <laughs> first forty-five minutes. What's the movie again? VH1, The Breaks. The Breaks. And again, why are you jumping on Hammer? Leave him alone. You wouldn't say any of this to his face. He will fight you. But anyway, I sorry. Y'all. That's the last Hammer comment. <laughs> the last I just gotta... time we saw Hammer, he was chasing a fake Jay Z through the woods. I think we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> It was like it was like run, run, devil, run, or something. Like, yeah, yeah. This is like when the when the Illuminati talk was on team. Uh, oh man, he was just trying to. Be he had on a he on a white tee in a New York fitting. It's hilarious. <laughs> Wait, was that was that after Jay had yeah. the unlike hammer thirty million won't hurt me line? Was that what? Yeah. That? Yeah. Yes, yep. that was in response to that. Yep. 
Yes. That might he be the also, last great J-verse. Anyway, he also um, brokered a. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. In the beginning, he brokered a deal. Right. He was in a. He was in a power meeting with with. Uh, oh, what was it? With UFC rest like fighters. You remember this part, Oman? Like at the beginning. No. Oh man, I wish. I wish. I haven't CRS watched that video visual. in a very long time. And- apparently there's a there's a there's a j-verse on kanye's album that's supposed to be incredible but you know you know how that talk is look you want to talk about people who've had so many excuses made for them i'd like to i'd like to present to the audience one mr sean Corey carter who ha- has made i don't know one good album on his own in the past decade. Subpar. Anyway. But that one album <laughs> is it's really good. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. Like We're talking album. about uh, American PCBG, Gangster. Right? Oh, my bad. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I, I call Magna Carta uh, Holy Grail BCBG because people <laughs> make it MC whatever the initials are. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, huh. yeah. Anyway. Um, Doc, what did you think of I um I you know I made my I've been my views about Kanye and not Kanye about Kendrick pretty pretty clear on the show I how do I put this this is a you great this is a great performance hate that, be honest you hate no that. this is <laughs> this, this is uh it's a great performance I miss the Kendrick that could make like a tightly put together like record um that's all like I don't know if that was I don't know whose influence that was. I don't know if it was just the style of music that, you know, how the diff- how his sound has sort of evolved as it's taken on more of a jazz feel. But like, there's a lot going on in this song. And the the problem is, it's not that it's not really good. It's that I kind of know Kendrick can also like take, I feel like there's a, there's a higher level of Kendrick that we're not at yet with this, with him with live instrumentation yet. And yeah, I'm being incredibly unfair by judging him on that, but he's Kendrick Lamar. Like he's insanely talented. So all that to say, I kind of miss like the you know the Kendrick that had a little, had songs that were a little tighter, but this is a really really good performance. Like it's very powerful. I don't know how. I have no idea. I think this goes to what Adon said. I have no idea how this will translate to a non live version. And you could almost say the same of Entitled One. Like I almost mm-hmm. wonder if he just has certain songs where he, he he's almost like the emotion of a live performance makes yeah. it completely different than. Or he's almost not even interested in a recorded version of that. All right. Which I'd appreciate if that were his perspective. Like I don't, I don't begrudge him if that's the case. It's just if that is the case, then now I have to judge the live performance. I got to judge your breath control. I got to judge, you know, I mean, how are you know, are you articulating well into the mic? Like, what are the levels like? What is the TV track like? Like, I got to judge all of that because that's what you're giving me. You understand? So, hmm. I got a question. Speaking of live performances, did anybody see that uh, that uh, J Cole documentary that was on HBO this weekend? I did not see that. I did not see that. Uh, it's four episodes, right? Like all together. Yeah, it's it's four episodes. Those are on YouTube, and okay. each episode talks about a different aspect of live touring. So, one episode is on rehearsal and putting the songs together. Another episode is on you know his team. Another episode is on like the 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 theatrics of a live show. Another one's on security. Like it's really really dope and nerdy. Mm-hmm. But whatever they had on Saturday was the culmination in the actual show. And I've heard really, really good things about it. Um, yeah. You know, I've heard amazing the, things about the whole series. So I, I'm just. Yeah, the documentaries are they're great. Like they're really, really good. Really, really well put together. 
Um, it, it'll make you again. I think how many times have we gone back and listened to this album, Doc? Like three, four, like four different occasions where I'm like, you know what? Did I did I not give that album a proper shot? Let me go. And we're then ta- you go back. We're talking know. 2014 Force Tales? Yeah. Yeah, oh. no. It's uh... it made me do it again. It made me do it again. I was like, yo, I gotta let me try it again. Well, this is a good transition. I think that's it. I think that's all we, we want to say about side A. We hope you enjoyed side A of this week's episode. Please check out Side B at clockradiospeakers.com.